0: Hello, my name is Steve Mackey, and I'm the host of In The Game, Qatar's first sports podcast. I don't know about you, but if you like esports, then take a seat and listen to this one. We've got the second cohort coming on the show today. His name is Mohammed Madjali, and he's going to talk all about his company called Fate Esports. They're one of the best esports teams and organizations in the whole of the Middle East. And that's on results. So come on, let's get started. Hello and welcome to In the Game, Qatar's first sports podcast. Today, another brilliant day where we're back again with Qatar Sports Tech and one of the cohorts. And well, let me just get straight into it and introduce Mohammed. Mohammed, welcome to In the Game. It's a pleasure to have you. Come on, tell us all about yourself.
1: Thank you very much, Steve. Uh, so, my name is Mohammed Majali. I'm the CEO of Fate Esports. Fate is an esports team and organization based in Amman, Jordan, operating in the Middle East, Europe, Asia, and hopefully soon uh, North America.
0: Wow. And and what's your story? How did it all begin for you? Because you're still quite young. I remember talking to you off air and I said I was in Jordan um, in 1998. And you said, yeah, I was only two then.
1: 1988.
0: 88, sorry. I say something <laughs> when I was there in 1988, you were only two years old. I can't believe it. I just can't believe it.
1: So uh, my story, I grew up in Jordan and uh, I went to high school here. Then I went to uh, college in Lebanon at first and I studied film, cinematography to be specific. I then came back to Jordan for one year, then went to Los Angeles for four years and got my bachelor's degree from, uh, from Los Angeles in Art Center College of Design. Then I came back here and I was working in film for a long time, film and broadcast TV. I did a lot of music videos. Uh, this is in between 2009 till about 2017. And then in 2017, I'll give you the story I was working here. I was working mostly on corporate videos um, and music videos at that time. Uh, and I decided I heard about eSports, and I heard a lot about a lot of players coming out of the Middle East, uh, specifically Jordan, and playing in professional teams in Europe and in the United States. And I got interested, and I thought I'd film a documentary about that. And my aim was basically to have footage of players when they were young. That way, hopefully, if they grow up and uh, become pros, I will have early footage of them. And uh, so I started meeting these players going from uh, gaming cafe to gaming cafe. Uh, One person would introduce me to the other. And then I got really interested. So I decided to... uh, leave my career in film and video (laughs) and I sold all of my production equipment and in 2017 I decided to focus fully on esports along with my partners Hazem and Omar.
0: So what made you make that massive decision and and beforehand, right, were you into esports? Was esports big for you or it was just because you would go around to these cafes?
1: Honestly, no, it, I, 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 had, I had heard of professional gaming and competitive gaming, but I wasn't really into it at all. Uh, I play a lot of games and uh, we used to have slow internet back then when I was playing. So we never even had the opportunity even though professional gaming was going on at that time. Um, and uh, from there, what was your question again?
0: It was wh- whether you were kind of, um, were you always into, did you, were you into esports or did it all just change for you when you went right to these cafes?
1: Honestly, when I first started, I, I wasn't really sure. It was something I wanted to be doing. I said, I'll give it six months and I'll see where it goes because I had never entered the industry. I didn't know anyone in the industry. I was, uh, uh, I mean... We were very new back then. And I said, I'll do it for six months. If it works out, then I'll continue. If it doesn't work out, then I won't continue. Because I I, honestly, at first, I thought it was just hyped up. I thought it was bigger than, uh, I mean, I thought it was being hyped a lot more than what I was seeing. And then today, it's been three and a half years that I've been in eSports. So you...
0: You were doing, you were doing video music, uh, video, uh, music videos, you were doing corporate videos. It must have been, life must have been good for you.
1: It was good for me. It was good for me, but I wanted something new. So I really enjoyed it. I'll be honest, when I first started and we started competing, we started winning and losing and uh, you speak to players, you get new players into the roster. It was really exciting. It still is very exciting. It just gets more exciting, by the way. Um, and I just got interested in it. Uh, I wanted something new and I decided to start doing that.
0: How, because I'm of an older generation, how big is esports?
1: Esports. So let's take gaming first and then we'll talk about esports. Gaming is a $151 billion industry and esports in specific is a 1.1 billion dollar industry and it's growing at a rate of 40% each year
0: that's just incredible that must be the quickest growing industry that's out there
1: i they, they say that they do say that
0: and and let's go on to your app now what does your app and it's not an app you told me it's not an app uh, okay i remember now True. But, Tell me more about what you're doing and and where you're going to capitalize on the marketplace.
1: Okay, so what we're doing is we have a team. We compete in uh, different games. Some of these games are Counter-Strike Global Offensive, Tekken 7, Dota 2 and PUBG Mobile. Uh, We have rosters in all those games. We compete in the Middle East and we compete around the world. Uh, in terms of Counter-Strike Global, Global Offensive, we're currently one of the top 50 teams in the world. And uh, we've competed everywhere from Jordan to Germany to France, Thailand, Las Vegas. We've been around in this esports uh, game. And, um, I mean, there's, there's, there's a lot to it. We're going to have to go into them one by one.
0: It's it's like, in, and just tell me something, is is it is there money to be made with this? You say that you're in the top 50. What's the kind of, what is a prize fund if you win a competition? What are you looking from a prize fund perspective?
1: So if you look at uh, one of the games, Dota 2, which we're not, we don't have an active roster right now we're re we, we, uh, rebuilding our roster, you can say it. But the main thing in Dota 2, which is called the, the international. So it's like the World Cup of Dota. I think last year that was $32 million for the international. The, I'll give you a few more numbers. When I first got interested, so there is uh, about, three Jordanian players that are playing professionally now. One of them is called Amar, Amar Barqawi. One of them is called uh, Yazid Jaradat. And one is called Isa Murad. They don't play under our team. But if you take Amar Barqawi, for example, whose nickname is Miracle, he won TI once. And I think that was about $22 million split over five people
0: i i would i would have said i i remember having a chat with a guy that's into esports here and i i I said i i remember somebody um saying to me one day um big razors wanted to to sponsor me to windsurf and my mother looked up and said you don't make money that that way steven go and get a proper job and i remember my son saying to me one day saying to me dad esports or gaming is gonna be the next big thing. And I was going, just go and get yourself a proper job. How is your platform platform gonna make, how is your platform gonna be a huge thing?
1: So I'll tell you what we do exactly. What we do is we scout players around the world and we assign them to our gaming rosters. And when we do sign them, We provide anything and everything from equipment, to coaches, to game analysts, sports psychologists, managers, and I mean, it runs like any other traditional sport. So whether it's football, whether it's basketball, we give, uh, we create an ecosystem for the player to grow and to be able to compete on a global level. That's what we do. And we do scout. I mean, unlike uh, many other teams, our aim is to scout players and build them uh, with faith instead of go for the already known players and sign. With.
0: How do you, uh, when you say scouting, okay, I if I went to watch a, a footballer, Okay, and you're going to tell me, and it's going to be exactly the same thing. But I'll go and watch a footballer, and I'll see him play a couple of games, and then I can judge him on his on his performance. Um, You're sitting. You're. It's going to be somebody on a game pad. How do you judge whether that person's got the longevity and he's got what it takes to be somebody that you want to coach?
1: See, there's there's two two things. One of them is unlike traditional sports. Is that in esports, almost everyone that plays the game, as an amateur or for fun, is ranked somehow, and you can find those statistics and you can can find those ranks. So first of all, if you want to uh, understand how we do it, first of all, we look at the statistics, we look at what they've done, and then you would usually find either videos or posts online that show you how this guy plays and then we follow up with him and see or her and see what they've been doing and from there we decide whether to sign or not sometimes they go through trials sometimes they go to the, uh, they join as stand-ins we give them a one or two week trial before we decide to sign them or not
0: you you touched honestly I, I can't it's wonderful what you're doing. You just touched on a, a subject there about, um, and you, you said, "And um, women. Is it a big thing for women right now? Is it a 50-50? Is, uh, are, they, uh, are they holding their own with this? Is it a level playing field?
1: I can't say it's 50-50. There should be a lot more uh, competitions that uh, involve women. Uh, there aren't as many as there are that involve men currently. Uh, but yes, uh, they do hold their own, definitely.
0: And and how did you get how did you see Qatar Sports Tech? How did you get involved in that? And what are you expecting from it? How have you enjoyed it so far? And what's your expectations from it?
1: Uh, I mean, I've heard about Qatar Sports Tech uh, from the last cohort, and uh, we automatically applied. We're very interested in accelerate. We were very interested in accelerating the program, uh, the accelerating the company so uh that was mainly it i mean we're a small company Uh, i've i haven't been into in this uh business world before as you know my background is a creative background so we wanted to learn we wanted to uh, accelerate the company and that's basically why we joined because uh, we needed some help in growing
0: Oh dear! It's gonna it's gonna be fabulous for you because the the experience they have got within and the partners that they work with, work with is just incredible. So good luck and best of wish, wishes with that. Um, I want to talk about your team now. What kind of what other members have, have you got in your team? When, what roles do they play?
1: Uh, so uh, as the players, that's what they do. They play. In terms of. The management is, as I was saying, there's me and there's managers that manage the different games. And then under each game, you have coaches who really coach because a lot of people don't, uh, don't believe it when I say there's coaches.
0: I'm, I'm, I'm. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so there's coaches, there's analysts. So if you take a coach, a coach basically comes up with the strategies, he uh, uh, he takes care of the team makes sure uh, makes sure everyone is uh, practicing watching demos watching their games following up on everything you have analysts whose job is only to analyze our games and uh, opponents games and then helps the coach comes up to come up with strategies for that uh, you have managers who manage the schedules manage the players manage the sponsorships when we have when we have a sponsor that needs pictures or have a sponsor that wants an interview, that's what the manager does. Uh, We have uh, psychologists who speak to the players. We bring them in every once in a while. And we're really hoping to build on, uh, we're really hoping to build on, um, to build towards, let's say, making this a real, real thing because it, it is, and the money is real And uh, I mean, some of these players are playing for 12 to 14 hours a day, which is really, really hectic. I mean, uh, you need a lot of endurance for that and you need to keep yourself uh, healthy and fit.
0: I, I, I take my half to you because I, I was expecting you to say yeah I've got a CTO I've got a, a, a guy that looks after the tech side of things and and everything moves on that front and and that's what I was going to expect you to I never f- thought for a second that you were gonna start start talking about psychologists and and that's such a big game that's such a big um, an area in in football right now with with the mental health of players and and trying to kind of make sure that that they can they've got the best possible support because of the the hours that they're they're obviously training and what they're doing on their own. So it is a huge thing for you to be able to um, take care of. But it sounds a wonderful thing that you're setting up there.
1: Thank you. Um, yes, it's 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 very hectic. I'll be very honest. I mean. Uh, Sometimes uh, the players wake up at 9 a.m. and they finish at 12 a.m. the next day sometimes games go up until 2 3 4 a.m. I mean it takes it takes a lot really people think it's a joke sometimes when I tell people what I do the first thing they would say is uh, oh I wish I did that for a living oh I- is the prize? Oh, that would have been so much easier than what I do right now. Believe me, it's not. Uh, First of all, you need a lot of talent. It takes a lot to be a pro gamer. Depending on the game, some games are harder than others. But no matter which game you play, it's very competitive, number one. Number two, you're competing with the world. Because usually in traditional sports, when you're still playing as an amateur, or even as a professional, you're only competing with your area or your region. Here you're playing with the entire world and you're competing with the entire world. And uh, it really, I mean, it really, really takes a lot. I can't stress how much it takes. Players are really professional about it. They wake up, they drink their coffee, go through some demos, go through some videos of what they did yesterday or the day before then they get into their routine of practice, then they go through warm-up, then they start their games, and the games, as I said, can go up to 10 to 12 hours sometimes.
0: I'm still, because I've never been a gamer myself, but I know I've got four, four children and three of those are all, or and my 34-year-old, he's still playing gaming games. Now, it's like, it's his big release. Do you know what I mean? He goes, he's got his own kind of man pad room um, where he goes to play his, and he's got his gaming chair and everything, and I can't I can envisage it. I can't, and, and you know, when you, they say, come on dad, let's let's have a game with you. And you get the, the pad and they say, right, that button does this and that button does that. And if you click simultaneously, that's gonna do that. And and then you, it's like, I I sit down and then they tell me the the controller and then I just sit back, I stand back up again. I say, no, I, d- I don't think I want to gain thanks because it's such, you've got to have so much, I won't say mental strength, but it's, it's just, you've got to know, you've got to be ambidextrous. You've got to be able to be thinking in your mind and your fingers have to, and, and both hands have to be simultaneously working. It's, it's, it is, it is, it's not like games anymore where we used to play Space Invaders.
1: Mm-hmm. But it, it is a lot of, a lot of hand-eye coordination. It's a lot of strategy. It's a lot of thinking, and uh, I, it takes it takes a lot. It takes a lot. Someday you should uh, you should join us for practice just I'm go- to see I'm- what they go through. You don't have to play.
0: You I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna kind of maybe somebody could give me a good name and you because you're gonna need a good handle, right? I'm gonna need Definitely. a good handle, so I <laughs> start thinking about that already. Um, Where do do you see, in the next six months to a year, where do you see, okay, where are you right now? How many kind of, how many team, how many players have you got within your your platform? And where do you see yourself growing in the next one year?
1: We have about 20 players with FATE right now. Through the past three years, we've gone through, I think 100, 120 players on and off. Uh, For the next six months, We are currently hoping to get into the Qatari market. Uh, There's a lot to be done there. A lot of work to be done uh, in the Middle Eastern region overall. Because if you look at Europe, if you look at North America and Asia, they're very advanced compared to what's happening in the Middle East. We're getting there. But right now, finally, sponsors are very interested in esports. There's a huge esports audience and uh, I mean, uh, we really want to grow the ecosystem. This is one of our main things at FAITH, is growing the ecosystem and creating an ecosystem for these players. Because a lot of, there's a lot of talent in the Middle East, yeah. truly a lot of talent. But without funding, without uh, companies like us, they end up having to turn to traditional jobs and leave esports behind. So this is what we're trying to combat in a way. We're trying to find these players, we're trying to find this talent and we want to grow it and go places. So
0: basically you're going to be like an incubator yourself for gamers.
1: Yes, we, we currently kind of are. Yeah, is-
0: and, and how does that work then? Does, can you invest, are you going to get to a stage where you can invest in, people could invest in certain players in up and coming players?
1: I mean in players specifically, I'm not sure. I'm sure someone's working on something like that. Yeah. But for us, we run exactly like a traditional team where you where you invest in us and we invest in the players.
0: It's like a training camp that you're going to be doing over a period of time. Exactly. That's fantastic. And is your so you, your um your platform is in Arabic and English or what languages is it in? It's in both?
1: Uh, right now, mostly English, mostly English, because we are a global team. So we have players from Jordan, but we also have players from Bulgaria. We have players from Pakistan, South Korea. Uh, we have managers from Germany, coaches from Serbia. So we're all around right now. We are, um, open, let's say opening an Arabic section of fate for the region specifically. But right now we're focused on uh, English content, say.
0: So I'm going to tempt you now. I'm going to give you a contract to go back and do music videos and corporate videos. And it's going to be excessive financials, okay? <laughs> do you want it? How, how excessive is the first part? Ah, okay. so everybody's <laughs> got a prize.
1: <laughs> no, you know what? <laughs> me, me, as, a, as, a, as a job, I enjoy this so much to the point that I can't think of doing anything else right now. Um, I needed a change from video and I came into this and video plays a part in this specifically when it comes to live streaming, when it comes to content, video plays a big part in this, but I, especially where we've reached now, especially after three and a half years, I don't think I'll go back for anything. And really I truly, truly believe no music video can uh, mount up to what esports is going to
0: be. <laughs> and who's been your biggest inspiration? What's been your big? It may not be a person. It could be what's the inspiration? What kind of gets you up in the morning and pushes you that extra five miles a day? Winning. Is that what it comes? <laughs> <to>? Yeah. <laughs>
1: I mean, you, it's, it's, you wake up, uh, really, I'm, I'm trying to think what the inspiration is. I don't have a direct answer to that, but right now, I mean, it's, 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 a, it's an adrenaline rush, what, what you do, and things change by the second. Everything is happening online. Everything is changing by the second. You see the industry growing minute by minute. I mean, right now, after this call, let's say we're on for an hour. As soon as I'm off, something new is happening. Uh, if I'm asleep and I wake up, something new is happening. I mean, it's such a rush what we're doing and it's uh, our own world. Everyone knows each other and it's growing and you see people around you growing together. It's such a rush. How, much, how brain- much
0: time with, with all of this and what you're building right now, how much private time do you have? Do you get time to go out in the day or is it you were saying that some people are, are working from first thing in the morning till 12 o'clock at night? And I know that's a lot of people out there that's doing that with their jobs anyway. But do you get a lot of private time or is it just got, at the moment, it's just constant?
1: I won't lie. You don't get a lot of private time. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it is a constant. Even when you're in your private time, your phone is moving all the time. You're getting messages all the time. Things are happening in the team and outside the team. And there's stuff that is happening around the world that you need to catch up to. So you don't get a lot of private time. I uh, We just had a baby about a month and a half ago. Congratulations. Thank you very much. And uh, so I'm trying to balance those two. And now my, my social life is completely.
0: Different. Let's talk to your wife. Let's see if you're helping on that. We now, if if and this is what I'm saying, right? So I'm I'm a potential. I'm going to be. I'm the star of the future. What are you going to? And and this is for so many people out there. I'm a potential gaming sensation. What are you going to do for me? What's you, what's your um what's your kind of your platform going to do for me?
1: I mean, uh, as I said, the plan is to give you all the tools and resources that you will need to go to the next level. This is what we do. So we consider ourselves like uh, the Arsenal FC of, of eSports, where we, where we bring in players and they grow under our team. Just like you said, it's like a, a boot camp, or what was the word you said?
0: Uh, an incubator.
1: An incubator. So, yes, uh, what we do is we provide you with, first of all, equipment if you need any. So if you have, you have a slow computer, we'll upgrade that, we'll upgrade your GPUs, your CPUs, your PlayStation, whatever it is you're using. Um, then we will provide you with financial support so that you can work in this as a real job and take it as a real job and be able to maintain your own life. Then we provide you with coaches, we provide you with analysts, we provide you with all, all kinds of support that you will need to really take this seriously and grow your talent That's what we do.
0: That's brilliant. Um, and and I, there's, there's just a couple more, well, there's just another question that I want to ask you, or two really, um, uh, and the two questions are, if somebody was gonna get involved in sports tech and this is where they wanted to go with their life, what would be the two pieces of advice that stick out in your mind that you would give them?
1: Question, are we saying, they want to do what we're doing no. as management or as a player?
0: Uh, generally, just as a, because you're a startup, right? You've, you've mm-hmm. kind of, you've gone through this. You've known what you've had to go through. Mm-hmm. What were those lessons that you learned with your, pro, uh, your journey to tell them to make sure that they, they don't make those mistakes and they, they push hard in a specific area?
1: I mean, I can't give a lesson. Because uh, there's a lot for me to learn still.
0: Yeah, of course. But yeah.
1: What I will say is, it pays off to it pays off to do what you want to do. When you enjoy what you do, and uh, there's something to wake up to, it really makes a difference. Because when you don't enjoy what you're doing, then you just won't advance. I believe. And when you do something you want to be doing, you will do anything, even not to just advance, just to do it. And then you will advance, if that makes sense.
0: And people out there, you've got to listen to this guy because literally he threw everything up in the air just to be able to follow his dreams with this. And that's just an incredible, um, uh, it's a risky business. But I can see from the smile in your face, you kind of, you love every second.
1: (laughs) I do. I really do. It's really enjoyable and it's, it's the future. It actually is the future. As I told you, when I first started, I didn't believe in it. I'll be very honest. And I tell it to everyone that I mentioned this to, but at first I didn't believe in it. And then I saw what was happening and I saw the rate it was growing at and I saw the interest by sponsors. I mean, today we're sponsored by Orange Telecom uh, Jordan and we're sponsored by HyperX by Kingston Technology. Um, and there are a few more partnerships and sponsorships coming along the way.
0: Uh, but, yes, that is... And what's going to push point. you? What is going to give you that huge boost? What would it be? Because it sounds well, like you've got it pretty much sorted. With all those those people on board, it, it's like it's just a matter of time.
1: I mean, in our game, yes, uh, there's there's ways to get pushed. There's ways to get that big push. Number one is get huge results with the teams. And number two is start making uh, big partnerships, which we, we, we've already started with people like Orange and uh, HyperX. But uh, those are the kinds of moves that will uh, change uh, the course of what we're doing.
0: Mohammed, I wish you huge success because you're going to be going out there and you're going to be making a difference on so many levels. And it's so great to listen to your idea and and your um, platform because it's going to be so beneficial to so many people out there. And you're going to be helping them on so many fronts. And it's been a, a, a privilege to speak to you today.
1: Thank you very much, Steve. It's been my pleasure speaking to you.
0: Everybody. Um there were so many lessons to learn today and it's like if you if you want to follow your dreams just follow them and just see them through because you can do it as much as the next person can you've just got to have that determination that 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 will and then you can achieve anything again Mohammed, thanks for very much for coming on the show it's been a privilege sharing this time with you thank you so much indeed and thanks everybody for listening thank you so much for having everyone thank you for listening Please send us your feedback on Facebook, Instagram or Twitter. And don't forget to review us on your favorite podcast
1: app.